0: breaking news and trending talk with mike and mccarty mornings on 1017 fm and 710 Kiel.
1: it's gonna be a lot of dead here i just want to let you
2: know no you're doing good no
1: one, one knows a thing. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Micah McCarty. All right.
2: Richard Llewelling with yeah, the no, Weather Channel. Right, yeah.
1: Triple digits all week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Going to be hot on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Fingers crossed. Richard Llewelling with the Weather Channel. Richard, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? <laughs> Love it when a plan works. <laughs> Well, doing doing okay. Thanks for your
2: patience. No, no already, we're, we're not doing okay. I
1: Already hung up with him. One hung up on him once.
2: Richard, it's hot. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah. I don't it, even want to walk it, to my car. I want to teleport.
1: Yeah, it
3: was a hundred and five yesterday, oh. which tied the record back in nineteen ninety eight. We're running about ten degrees above average. It was the forty fourth warmest day yesterday in Shreveport. And, uh, of course, the warmest day is August 18th in 1909 when it hit 110 degrees. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so just add five more on top of that. And it, it, you know, it can get a lot worse and it will get a lot worse this week. Unfortunately, it looks like Wednesday is probably going to be the peak of this run of heat coming up. I don't think we're going to break the record on Wednesday. But it's going to get mighty close, 106, 107 uh, for an afternoon high temperature. If there's any humidity out there, it's going to feel, you know, like it's 120 degrees outside. It's going to be miserable. You said we're going, temp,
2: we're going to reach a temp of 107? Really?
3: Yes. Uh-huh. 106, 107. We'll get close to the record. Wednesday's record is 108. Uh So we'll get close to that record. I think we'll fall short by a degree or two. And then it looks like as the week we get close to the end of the week and the weekend, we will pull back some on the temperatures, but it ain't going to pull back much. We're still calling for temperatures between 100 and 105 degrees all the way through the end of this upcoming weekend. Next week, it looks like uh, that's when our better chances for showers and scattered thunderstorms will come back into the forecast, and that'll pull the temperatures back down into the 90s. But uh, still, we've we've got a long, hot spell of weather to go before it's going to get any better.
2: This is almost unprecedented. There, the folks are saying Phoenix has gotten like 31 consecutive days of 110 degrees. It's it's impacting millions and millions of folks, right?
3: Yeah, it's 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 not as bad as it was last week, especially where we had large parts of the Ohio Valley and Northeast that were dealing with a triple-digit heat. But the, pretty much the heat has locked itself down here across the South. And Louisiana is right in the center of, the, of this progressive heat dome that's just been kind of sitting here for the last couple of months, you know, where we've been dealing with these, you know, very hot temperatures that have been sitting here for, you know, it seems like weeks on end where we've just been dealing with the very warm temperatures. It looks like the worst of the heat today is going to stretch from uh, the southwest through Texas, Louisiana, down into the Florida panhandle. Where uh, excessive heat warnings are currently up today, so there's still about a dozen states that are still dealing with, uh, you know, uh, oppressive heat and excessive heat warnings that are going to continue uh, throughout much of this week. So the heat's going to continue to be the major story, uh, at least as we move on through the first uh, week of August with these very warm temperatures coming in.
1: Richard, people are going eh, global warming. Global warming isn't isn't the Isn't this I mean, there is warming, but it's a cyclical, it's a natural cyclical effect, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is. You know, you know. I mean, there's data that basically goes back to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution that basically says the climate's been warming, you know. Uh, but a lot of this is, is, you know, this is just seasonal norms that, you know, yes, the climate is warming and the temperatures are getting warmer. You know, you can definitely see that happening, but... You know, it's just continuing to climb. You know, uh, we, 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 there's a lot of different variables in play that basically are, are, are I mean, we're, we're running into the solar maximum right now. The sun is sending out a tremendous amount of energy right now. In fact, I was looking at the solar forecast for today, and there is a, um, uh, another one of those mass ejections that have come out from the sun that's basically sending a shockwave toward the Earth. And it will disrupt radio communications as a result, especially in the northern latitudes. They will see auroras as a result. You know, sometimes solar activity does dictate, you know, the, the heating of the earth and that aspect of things. So there's a lot of different variables. You know, you just can't lock it down to one thing, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things. A lot of it's just, we're just dealing with a lot of seasonal heat right now. And of course, It's just going to continue to be the case,
2: Richard. There are folks who have to work outside in this. Mm. Um, What do you say to those people? People that are delivering mail, people that are working on the highways, people that are uh, lawn maintenance. I mean, the list goes on.
1: Cleaning up the debris in our city.
2: What do you tell those folks?
1: um, The best advice
3: is, you know, you just got to follow the rules about this. If you work outside, you need to take frequent breaks. Get into the air conditioning. Light colored, lightweight, loose fit clothing, the way to go. Lots of, lots of fluids. Stay away from alcohol. Gatorade, you know, you, you know, you need to be, you know, chugging Gatorade here. um, you know, uh, here, uh, as we move on, anything that's going to continue to boost your electrolyte level, keep that, you know, keep hydrated. Plenty and plenty of water if you're going to have to be outside. Of course, uh, you may want to stay out from the, the peak heating of the day, which usually runs from about Noon to about five o'clock in the afternoon. That seems to be when the worst of the heat is. And of course, you know, if somebody tells you, you're not having a drink of water, tell them otherwise. You've got to have water in these heat and these hot temperatures because I know, you know, Texas passed that law about, you know, kind of pulling back on giving people water breaks in these, uh, in these hot days, but you just got to have it or, you know, the chances of heat stroke just go up, you know, Mm -hmm. exponentially as a result.
2: Richard Llewellyn for the Weather Channel. Thanks for your time, sir. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks, Richard. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and
0: Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. I'm so nervous.
2: Are you really?
1: 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Okay, uh, on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, uh, our cohort who works down the hall, Kiss Country, one of our, our sister stations here mm-hmm. in the, in the Town Square cluster. We're having a big fight over here about hunting. There's a big hunting issue. Gary, you on the line? Yes, sir. Gary okay. McCoy is with us this morning. Um, here's our big hunting question. Aaron, you ready? Yeah. Two one. Happy birthday to you. Happy (laughs) birthday,
4: (laughs) sweet Uh, Gary. Wow. Happy birthday to you. That was really, really good. I'm sorry. I suck. No, you guys are
2: amazing. <laughs> I, I want you to know, I want you, we both want to welcome you to a new club. I know. You're now a uh, sexagenarian. I think there's yeah, a T
4: in there, Aaron. Yeah.
2: No, a sexagenarian. Sexagenarian. oh, there's, those does mean, that mean he gets to have more sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I've so. I've forgotten
4: which arm it's under. <laughs>
2: Do you, do you feel old today? You sexagenarian? I, do. I don't even know, you know what that
4: means. I, I was supposed to die when I was young and pretty. I mean, I did all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, no and, you know, kidding. And I outlived it. I didn't mean for that to happen.
2: You're really uh, sixty today. You
4: guys make it awesome.
2: You're you. you're really sixty. Yes. Man, I yes. can hear your bones crick from here.
4: Yeah, buddy, your hair hurts at this point. You know, <laughs> I, I decided. I decided. You know that uh, I was just gonna. You know, kind of lay back and relax and enjoy this, this you know, this anxiousness. And and you can't, you know, because you got to get up and take this medication, or, or
2: don't even uh, get you know, me you've started. Got this Doctor's appointment that you got to go to.
4: <laughs> this get oil it, I, you got
2: to rub on this knee, and yeah, yeah. I have the
1: I have the pill caddy, buddy, with the AM and the PM, <laughs> PM sections.
2: That's what we should have got him a pill caddy. <laughs> Instead it's, we sang to you. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Happy I, I birthday. You, you you thank are the you. hardest working dude in the building. You know that. And uh we love uh, you to dear, dearly.
4: Well I love you both. Thank you so much. What a what an honor. I I was on the radio with Aaron with and Mike. This <laughs> <laughs> <It> was awesome.
2: <laughs> Happy birthday. Love, love you, guys. Love thank you thank too. You. Go have and lots you know of lots know, of now, sex really now. Go ahead. I thought
4: we were going to get to talk hunting, so <laughs> you know, I'm, a little, I'm a little disillusioned here. Well, you know, we got a bone to pick on that. Well, so. we're
2: we're hunting for a casket for you.
4: All right, <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I can't
2: uh, believe he's sixty. You're, oh. I can't believe it.
1: I got two years on him. So yeah. Next, no. Coming up not next month because uh. next month is tomorrow. By the way.
2: Yeah, I have a... Today's the 31st, so in September. I have one this week, too, actually. Oh, so my god! If you know Gary, by the way, and you know That's his numbers, right. text him and say happy birthday from Micah McCarty. I want everybody to blow up his phone today. <laughs> you want his number? Let me give you his number. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Here's his personal cell phone number. Yeah.
2: He would kill me. He would kill me. But, yeah, he's here. He I gets had... here early, like 4 o'clock in the morning, he's here.
1: You say that. Now, this is in the days before cell phones. I had uh, a receptionist at a radio station that I worked for, and I worked overnights at the Album Rock Station. You remember KMBQ? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm at home, and it's 10 in the morning, and my phone rings. I'm like, oh. Oh. (laughs) Dude, is this? And I was going by Rick at that time. Right. Dude, is this Rick? Who is this? Hey, man, this is Steve. Um, I just want to call and say, "Man, I love you." already. I'm like, "How did you get my? Well, thank you, but how did you get my number? Yeah, the receptionist gave out my home phone number. Oh wow! At
2: the radio wow!
1: <laughs> you oh. lost your ever loving
2: oh, mind. The former receptionist, now right? <laughs> Yowza! That would not be good. Oh man! And I, you know, I I quit worrying about that a long time ago. Because well, phone, so many you, people have my number. You're,
1: I don't know how you survive. Your cell phone... No, it's just out there on every wall and, I know. and every <laughs>
2: every bathroom. Yeah, every truck stop across. I the I wake country. up in the morning to thirty four text messages every day. That's pretty rant routine.
1: See that thirty four text. Even messages. my family knows. Don't put me on a group message. Yeah, just, just no. no. I'm
2: on some group messages too, and I get it. Now I love my 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 personal group messages. I love. Except sometimes the women go crazy at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Well, you guys stop right. that. Yeah. Y'all been drinking, and y'all need to <laughs> shut up." But um, most yeah. of the time, it's it's okay. Sometimes, and they know. I'm, sometimes I'll leave the conversation, and, and they understand she's sleeping and we're bothering her. But yeah, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> My phone's generally off—not off, but it's silent, so I don't hear it go beep, 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 none of that stuff. So I just wake when I wake up to it. I go, oh, thirty-five messages. Okay, I'll see who need I need to text back now, or wake up. I gotta wake up somebody here in the next couple of minutes. So if you're getting ready to get a text from me, are you up?
0: <laughs> you up?
2: You up?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I got a text from Ruben. Uh, yeah. Said, yeah. Uh,
2: we got to talk about that at 640 because I didn't know that was a thing anymore. Okay. Well, can we do that? Yeah. Okay.
1: I guess. Uh, Mike and McCarty, uh,
0: 1017 FM, 710 keel Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Oh,
1: sorry. I'm, I'm t- sorry.
2: <laughs> I just got the look, too. <laughs> Golly!
1: Turned on your microphone.
2: What are you doing over I there?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. That's the problem. You're trying
2: to help. You're doing... You know what? You're doing pretty good. I know. I know. Exactly.
1: So Saturday, um, Dina comes to me and says, oh, man, can we go get a kitten? A kitten. She's been kind of hinting at it for a, a week or so. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some cats that got dumped over at the car place on 70th. Okay.
2: Mm.
1: I, I didn't re- <laughs> Just kind of <laughs> let it hang there. Well, so Saturday she says, "Can we go get a kitten?" I said, "Okay, you know, we we just mm. lost a dog, yeah, um, and so we have, we're do we have one dog in our house? Oh wow, And we had four at one time. We had Good. a pack. Yes. We had four. Yeah, and it was normal. I mean, it was party at the house. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to the uh, animal shelter, the Cattle Animal Shelter,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and. Aaron. You know, my wife works at the Humane Society. Right. On on Linwood. Mm-hmm. And I can't go in there because I want to bring them all home. Exactly. I help them in other ways. I
2: couldn't do it, yeah.
1: But I can't go in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when we went to the the pound, the uh the animal shelter, all these cat and, and I never was a cat person. Right. Until until dina
2: because
1: mm-hmm. when your wife's a cat person you you become a cat person um oh, even grown cats there you know they're just yes. it, you just okay come with me their okay. eyes and, they yeah. just look at you and, and oh i couldn't do it well we we have two kittens at home now.
2: <laughs> they're adorable what are their names have you named them yet we don't know yet not sure
1: I kind of said Bonnie and Clyde. We have one okay. male, and one female, but I don't. I don't want to stick to that. I don't okay. want to glorify.
2: Could be Mary and Joseph. <laughs> the opposite end. No, I don't want. Not that's be, not going to be. That's, no. that's kind of blasphemous. Zachary. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Shouldn't do that. They're cute, though. They really? really are cute. I'm not a cat person, but they're cute. I,
1: I, I wasn't, but I am now.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, so you had to go get all the cat stuff, litter boxes and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, we, we did. Uh, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, all that.
2: You're a cat daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, man. Well, I'm excited for you.
1: So if you hear dead air, <laughs> which you will, yeah. just bear with us. Bear with me. Ruben's not here. Mm-hmm. And I don't do this enough. To get, you know, I'm not comfortable with it. Right. And and you said, boy, you're going to be grateful for Ruben when, you know, I'm oh, like, I no. Know. I come in, Aaron, and, and I'm totally serious. Mm-hmm. My office is behind us in this other hallway. And when I walk down and I see Ruben in here, I'm like, yeah. yes, thank yeah. you, Lord.
2: Ruben's thank here. Thank you, Lord. Ruben's, Ruben's not here not today. He's not ever allowed to quit. He's not. We'll, we'll explain what's going on with Ruben. It's kind of odd. And <laughs> But and, Ruben's kind of odd. He so. is kind of odd. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he would readily admit that. Yeah, he would readily mean would, He would embrace he, he it. Would enra- he revels in that,
2: Yes, I think. he does.
0: Well, well, we'll we'll talk about that next, Mike mm-hmm. and McCarty. 1017 F. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 7:10 Kiel.
1: Yeah, so I got a text from Ruby Pooby.
2: Ruby Pooby. <laughs> and, don't, don't and when him I
1: saw place. his name, actually uh, I didn't get a text. I had a phone call. Oh, did you? Yeah, he actually called.
2: Oh boy. And
1: when I saw his name, I just looked over at my wife. I was like, No, no,
2: oh, no My not good news. No. Yeah. No. Mm, it's yeah. not like y'all want to go to lunch. Want to go to lunch? No, that's not it.
1: <laughs> no, especially uh,
2: at
1: that time. Yeah. Man. He's yeah he was under he's
2: under the weather under the weather and. He had a big show Saturday night. The opossum show yeah, was know, Saturday yeah. night and he couldn't go. So his band had to go without him and he's the lead singer, so one of his bandmates had to step up and fill in apparently. But um and I think Ruben would be okay with us saying this. Um COVID.
1: Okay. I I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs>
2: I'm <wouldn't go> sorry, <laughs> um he's got the C virus. <laughs> yeah, the C virus. How's that? Is the that better? The junto virus. I <laughs> think this is 4 or 5 for him now. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. He Stop had it testing. He had it early early on. He was one of the first in the area to get it. Um and then he had it several times after that. Um a couple of times he got, you know, pretty sick. We got a um during People his don't test for the flu. Why are we still testing I'm for flu? I'm not COVID? sure. I I I think um, if you work in the medical profession, you're, you're required to be tested if you come down with some sort of, sort of symptoms or if you were near a patient who tests positive, I guess. And obviously his wife works in the medical field. So that may have been what prompted it. I'm not sure, but he, he the biggest thing, of course, he misses being here at work desperately, but man, he missed that we show. Miss he, he was so looking forward to that show Saturday night and, and, he yeah, was right so there on Uri- bummed on at Tasha's Tavern. Yes. He was so bummed that he was going to have to miss the show. And I'm going to have to stop some. I'm not sure what to do today because you know the story of the, the, I think the second time he got COVID or maybe, yeah, the second time he got COVID, um, he was living in some apartments, the town south apartments, he and his wife. Okay. And uh, it was before she was, was finished with nursing school. And I went to Monjuni's and got a, a lasagna tray for uh, them. Okay,
1: yeah. I remember and
2: I does. went to go drop it off. <laughs> and I didn't want to go all the way up to the apartment because they, they both had COVID. And I was like, I'll just put it on the vehicle. And I couldn't remember the vehicle, nor could I find what I thought was the vehicle. I was looking for the opossum sticker, and I couldn't. And I drove around and around and around in that apartment. It's <laughs> huge. I didn't realize how big it is. <laughs> couldn't find it. Couldn't find it, so. Couldn't call him? Well, I probably could have called him, but I didn't want to. I was worried he was asleep or, you know, some other excuse. And the lasagna was starting to call me. Mm. You know, it was starting to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this would be good at home. This would Mon- be good jeans, at home. La- ja- lasagna, yeah. yeah. So I took it home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Stop laughing so loud, but I ate them. Yes. That's exactly what happened. So I never told him I bought him that I never told him. I just forgot about it. I just ignored it. Then the next time he got covid, he was living in that house on where he is now. And I'm not going to say the street, but it's not too far from me. So I went and got another lasagna and I thought I'm going to make up for it this time. So I wrote a note on the box and said, here you go, here's your li And then I told him the truth about the first lasagna.
1: <laughs> I ate your first
2: one. I ate your first one. And here's a new one to replace the first one that I ate. So I'm going to have to go get another one. It's kind of tradition now. He gets COVID. I get him a lasagna.
1: Oh, so you, you get know? sick, you get a lasagna?
2: Mm, <coughs> Reuben gets
1: <laughs> Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to have to go buy Monjuni's and get a lasagna for him today and drop it off at the house and... You know, I hope it makes it to his house. Is the only thing I'm worried about.
1: He also had a plumbing emergency.
2: I I saw that in the middle of all. Well, no, I didn't see it. I saw the post online that they're the the the, when your bathtub backs up. Oh, oh, God bless him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and and his wife Lauren put put seven hundred dollars later. Oh, God.
1: Seriously. Yeah. That.
2: Yes, I mean, whatever the, cause when the plumbers come out on the weekend, it's, you know, overtime and all that stuff. And, uh, what a nightmare to be dealing both being sick and then the plumbing gets crazy. And I texted Ruben yesterday and said, are, are you okay? He, he wasn't, you know, he was, he was, he was feeling pretty bad. He was like, Ugh, I feel like crap. So. Okay. He was, he was dealing with COVID. I mean, it right. still, it still can get you, can knock you on your booty. And that's I'm not where sure he is.
1: I didn't get it last week, but I didn't, I had no symptoms other than fatigue.
2: That could have been
1: fatigue again.
2: That could have been it. You're on but his. You're on his mic, so get ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's true. I put my own fuzzy on. Yeah, there,
2: you though. have your own fuzzy there. So thank goodness. Um, it, it's just uh, hope he's well soon. I think his protocol is he's back Wednesday. I think is the. I think it's a five day protocol now. I hope. Yeah, he, said, he
1: he goes. I'll, I'll be off Monday and Tuesday. Okay. And then he'll be back to a, a I think that's
2: what the day. protocol is. So hopefully he'll be back and we'll have him back in his chair. Oh,
1: please.
2: So I got to get that lasagna quick, don't
1: I? Yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll help him heal.
2: Yeah, definitely. Get him feeling better. Cross your fingers. It makes it to his house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 101.7 FM. 710 Kiel, Micah McCarty.
0: Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. It's so
1: funny. We, This is a, a different... I've been in radio, Aaron, 40 years. Okay. Not my mm-hmm. not my first rodeo. Right. Been, I mean, I've been in radio a long time. I worked right behind you in that studio there for years. But when you do music radio, yes, and you do what we do—different animal. It's a completely different animal. It, it really it's, is. The dynamics are, are very interesting to me,
2: and, um, and and folks that that have never done it don't understand. They don't, they just don't understand. With you sitting over there and doing all that you have to do, right. It's hard to concentrate on... on... It's a completely different yes, show. It absolutely and is. And not to the better. <laughs> right. It... I mean,
1: what little I do bring to the show... Um, it's it's hard to do from here
2: because mm-hmm. you hear every element you hear he's having some sort of control over it and some sort of Im- interaction to make sure every element you hear the music the every when you hear the commercials all that when we put a caller on the air you know all that <laughs> is
1: Reuben does yes Reuben works very <laughs> Ruben's the hardest working dude in this room oh
2: this, that's the hardest gig in this building and I'll be the first to say that I mean it really is it's it's we're, it's we're blessed stressful. to have him. Yeah, because he's so calm. <laughs> Nothing throws him. <laughs> I know. That's true. That's
1: true. You know, that's and I've, I've
2: had producers before that would, like, panic and freeze. Like this one. And, and you know, you're like, no, 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 you got to stay on the track. You, you yeah. keep the train going. We take it off the track, and you get it back on the track. And um, I'm really good at getting it off the track. So. Well,
1: I told you earlier, uh, we went and got a... a a kitten <laughs> i agreed to go get a kitten we came home with two um we wanted a female excuse me here
2: Mm-hmm. kittens not a cat person just not i
1: wasn't until i started dating my wife um so we found the female and we got the we got the scrawniest ugliest kittens in the in the in the in the shelter. Mm-hmm. Because the cute ones, somebody's gonna get them. Oh, absolutely. So we got the they're both solid black and they're just bless her heart. Well actually now they are cute now that we've cleaned them up. Right. Um but we were just gonna get a female well the little brother, who was scrawnier and uglier than the one we picked, was putting his little arm out the oh. out the cage. And oh, oh. Oh, he didn't so want to leave his little sister. She looked at me and she goes, "I can't leave him.
2: Can't I you? Said, could, no one could have? No, what are you gonna do? He he worked the room but, and oh man,
1: Jack uh, on the uh, 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 on the uh, message board. Mm-hmm. God, my brain's just scrambled eggs. Uh, we're, we don't. I don't have names for them yet. Oh, you're looking for, and names. I love Jay Spence said Andy and B.
2: Oh, that's good. Because I, I do
1: have a tradition of my basset hounds after okay. the Andy Griffith show. Wow. Uh, Beetle said grace and mercy. That's, I like that's that. That's not
2: bad. I kind of like Bonnie and Clyde. I, I really <laughs> I know. do. I really do.
1: And I said that when we were on the way home from mm-hmm. the shelter. And then we called my daughter and said, hey, we got, but we don't know what to name them. Yeah. My daughter said, what about Bonnie and Clyde? 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, uh, we've got uh, Cattle Parish Corner, Dr. Todd Toma joining us. To- uh, Dr. Toma, uh, Dr. Todd.
5: <laughs> He'd be okay yeah.
1: with that. <laughs> Todd, good morning.
5: Good morning, Mike. How are you? no
1: we, w- we understand that there was a, a-, a-, a tragic situation Murder, suicide, and we, we understand that there's not enough details for you, but we want people to know that we're aware of that, but uh, we're not going to discuss that this morning because you don't have all the details yet and not ready to release anything.
2: Absolutely.
5: Well, it's, it's still under investigation. I, I just don't want to give any bad information out to the public. I, I don't think there's any public risk out there. It appears to be a, a domestic situation that was uh, between a, a husband, wife, man, and a female uh, male and a female. I, I can't really give more information over than sure. That. We
2: understand that. We just wanted people to understand. We we're not ignoring that incident, and we and we know you're ve- very well aware of it too. But we wanted to talk oh. to you about the heat today, Um sure, because yeah, we're we're under an excessive heat warning now, and it looks like that could be the case for the entire week. That poses a problem for people that have to be out in the heat or don't have a place to go to get out of the heat. How concerned are you this week?
5: Uh, I'm very concerned it's been um an exceptionally brutal year for us as far as the heat goes uh, and I'm not just meaning the the general public. it's been bad for the coroner's office too we've we've had more heat related deaths this year than i have I've had in my whole sixteen years since I've been here uh any in any year in particular um and with the heat continuing i I really want to tell the public to take caution um Especially in people who don't have electricity or don't have the ability to get out of the heat, there are uh, they're at exceptional, exceptionally high risk. Um, those are people that have to to do all that they can. Everybody needs to take care of their neighbors, check on their neighbors, box fans, uh, cool down in a in a bathtub with cool water, um, go to a place that's got air conditioning avoid doing things outdoors that you that you don't have to do because it's just a it's a bad time of year.
2: Todd, let me ask you this. I'm concerned too about we have a lot of uh sports teams that we're heading into the school year and they're doing these practices now. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea outside right now for that, is it?
5: Well, I'm certainly not going to tell them they don't need to do that. Um we rarely see young people that are in good physical condition ever have heat related illnesses like that. It's just not very common. Um, we think most schools follow some guidelines that don't do excessive things with them. People down in the south in particular are acclimated to the heat. Young people are able to handle it very well. It's really the, the very young and the very old that are, and the, people who are infirm that are at higher risk so yeah uh, it's it's one of those things that they have to keep in mind keep adequately hydrated take breaks cool down go back and do that the workout again um but uh, I don't think they're at that high risk that, that you expect it would be
2: what about employers who I mean they have people that work outside they you know they may be the bosses but they have you know they have crews that do a lot of work outside they need to make sure their workers are are hydrated and, and get pl- plenty of breaks right
5: without question and uh make sure make sure they have plenty of water make sure that they get breaks get out of the direct heat as, as much as possible get into places that they can cool down um wear white clothes if possible instead of heavy uniforms that might be dark um and, and stay out of the direct heat during the middle of the day
1: we're talking with Dr. Todd Toma, Cattle Parish Corner. Dr. Toma, what are some signs that people need to look for if they are working outside?
5: Well, one of the first warning signs that people will have is extreme fatigue. Um, it doesn't always happen that way, but people who are outside and they're, they're sweating and they're hot and they're getting dehydrated, if they start to feel feverish, if they start to have really strong body aches, headaches, etc. That's a sign that you're developing a significant heat related illness. Uh, the problem is is that uh, true heat stroke classic heat stroke comes on very suddenly. So people don't get a lot of warning signs with a classic heat stroke or an exertional heat stroke, but you can go through a spectrum with heat related illnesses where you can get you know heat exhaustion and then it develop into a, a worse situation. so, The most important thing for people to do is to avoid that situation in the first place. Don't get into a place where your body gets overwhelmed and your temperature starts to go up and your body can't regulate it anymore. If you're feeling hot, get to a place that's cool. Do something to cool yourself down Mm -hmm. and stay out of the direct heat.
2: Now, if you're working with someone who you think may be having an issue, what should you do? Is cool them off the, the, the quickest thing you need to do?
5: Well, if it's actual, if it's an actual heat stroke, it's a medical emergency. You call nine one one. If you're if if you're waiting on nine one one, there are certain things that you can do. Uh, you can loosen their clothes. You can pour some water over them. If you have the ability to get an ice pack, you could buy, put ice packs in their groin or under their arms uh, to try to cool them down. Because th- there's a high mortality associated with heat stroke. It's a mm-hmm. bad situation where. Once your body becomes overwhelmed, your temperature will go up to 108, 109, 110 degrees. And at that point in time, Mm. proteins just start to break down. It becomes Mm. irreversible. So you have to cool cool them down as quickly as possible.
2: And check on your neighbors. Now's the time to be neighborly if you've got elderly neighbors. uh, Be nosy today, right?
5: Absolutely. I think you should do that. A good neighbor should do that any time. But right now, with the heat being so terrible, this would be a great time to make sure everybody's okay.
1: Dr. Todd Toma, thank you so much for your time this morning.
5: We appreciate it. No problem. Y'all have a wonderful day. You, you bet. too, sir.
2: Thanks, Todd. Coming up at 740, Nick Cox, the mayor of Minden. Big-time power troubles in Minden. He'll explain to us what is going on.
0: Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
1: I told you, I'm going to be toeless by the time today's over.
2: You just lost a pinky. That's all right. Pinky toes. You can live without them.
1: See, when we make a mistake, Aaron cuts off a toe.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a violent room up in here.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened.
2: That's <laughs> oh, all right. It's okay. We're going to have Nick Gunt. Listen to me. Where, when did I get this accent? We're going to have the mayor amending.
1: Well, you're from Baton Rouge. Yeah, I don't talk well,
2: like that. <laughs> The mayor of Minden is going to join us coming up at uh, seven forty. They've got a pretty big power problem. It's like the whole town of Minden might be without electricity. What? Yeah. They're they've got they've got a big ish, issue going on is this and it
1: because of the heat and people
2: It's kinda related to the heat. There was also a fire, so he's gonna kind of explain. I, I need him to kind of explain what's going on with that and you know, how soon they're gonna have things fixed and, and back up and going but and they may already be be up and going and fixed. If you're in Minden, you know, let us know on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. But uh, Mayor Cox will let us know, you know, what has happened and what is going on there because it's a little bit of a mess.
1: Charlie B says there's thunderstorms in Monroe right now.
2: Really? Please really? send them this way. Yeah. It doesn't look like uh, Richard Llewellyn says we we're not going to see rain for a week or so.
1: No, I was. In fact, I was looking at the the Weather Channel website and uh, triple digits all week. <laughs> Wednesday is going to be the hottest at 105, Ugh. and that's mean temperature. That's not. That's not even the heat index. Wow, uh, 104 on Thursday and 103 on Friday. Golly, I'm I. You know, I jo- It's not even a joke. I'm grateful uh, for for the jobs that I have. Mm-hmm. I don't take for granted. Absolutely, I use, Aaron. I used to roof houses. I did roof houses right uh, during college. Uh, Uh, A friend of mine from high school started a roofing company. Now I never looked better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: None of this. Oh, you're nice and tan. Yeah. Mm.
2: Oh man. But man, that's
1: tough on the knees. Oh, it'll
2: tear you up. There's no doubt about it. I, I just, you know, I have a, I have a close. Person in my life who is in the Palm Springs area, as you well know, right? Yeah, and they have been dealing with temps, you know, one fifteen for a good month, and wow. it, it, it. I can't even imagine that. And and another person close to me is running in the afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh god, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I don't get it. I ugh, certainly don't.
1: So uh the mayor of Minden mm-hmm. coming up 740.
2: Yes. Nick Cox,
1: mm-hmm. Local news, Mike and McCarty, 1017FM 710 keelcom
0: Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710 Keel.
1: Yeah, but in Palm Springs, it's a dry heat. Yeah,
2: okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: My dad lived in Tucson when I was when I was growing up, um, mm-hmm. and I remember going to visit him, and it was so dry. It was hot, yeah, but it was so dry. I it was I got nosebleeds.
2: Isn't that
1: weird from the dry
2: heat? I wow, guess it was so
1: dry. Of course, I couldn't figure it out at first because I was like. 10 or 11 Jeez. years old
2: i saw in my gathering all my news stuff up this morning phoenix is now on its 31st consecutive day of 110 degrees
1: my brother lives in phoenix
2: does he really yeah
1: I you need, need to, to check, on, check
2: him. on him yeah that's just unreal And I and i really want you to think too about today if you have neighbors who are elderly who live near mm-hmm. you it really is the neighborly thing to do to check on them. Maybe just bring a bottle of water over, sure, and go. Hey, I was just checking on you. If you need anything, let me know. Because it's going to be. What if their AC went out and you don't know? We've you don't know a, that.
1: Got a widow that lives across the street from mm-hmm. us, and I check on her.
2: Yeah, just pop. It, and and some people will say, "Well, that's nosy." I'm being. A, sometimes no. we need to be nosy neighbors. It's it, you know, it's the Christian thing to do. To be honest and check on them and make sure they're okay. I,
1: I'm Mrs. Kravitz. Yeah, I admit.
2: You you have to be Mrs. Kravitz and I worry about we have th- this big homeless camp back here beside us and I worry about those folks and I'm, I know you see them trying to get out of the heat and they get in um, like little cupboards at area businesses you'll see them but then they get run off during the day when the businesses open up and I wonder about what they're doing during the heat of the day do they go wander around Walmart do they go what do they do I'm not sure.
1: There are facilities available. You bet. Uh, cooling stations, and but mm-hmm. then the you know Salvation Army and uh, the uh, the Hub Ministries. I mean, there are facilities available.
2: They absolutely are. They just need to get directed to the right places to get help. And uh, just get out of this heat. It's gonna be a rough week.
1: Minden Mayor Nick Cox going to join us coming up after the break. Uh Minden looking at a power issue going on right now. We'll talk about that. Find out what's happening next. Mike and McCarty. 1017 FM 710 Keel and the free keel app.
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. And on the
1: Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, Mayor of Minden, Louisiana, which, by the way, is Ruben's hometown, Mm -hmm. Nick Cox, joining us. Uh, Mayor, good
6: morning, sir. Hey, good morning.
2: Mayor, you had to send a letter out to residents uh, about uh, power troubles in Minden. Explain to us what has happened.
6: Well, yesterday morning, I was getting ready for church, and the public works director called me and said... uh, We got a problem, and the head of our line crew and and Tyler, our public works director, picked me up, and we went out to the Intrigy substation. When we got out there, now keep in mind that's the substation, not the city of Bend. Mm -hmm. city of Bend distributes its own power, but uh, Intrigy is where we get it from. It's where we tie uh, the whole city's power is tied from this Intrigy substation. It's called the Gillark substation. We went out there, and the ground was littered. And I I don't believe they had a parade through there. I I thought, my goodness, what is all this on the ground? A transformer, about, I'd say, 30 foot up in the air, uh, for whatever reason, it blew up, caught on fire. Tut has covered all the insulators, Mm -hmm. and it's just a big ordeal. They're going to have to go in there and uh, replace that transformer. They also had to clean all that sud off because Tut uh, conducts electricity and so all the things that aren't supposed to conduct electricity now has the p- potential to conduct electricity whoa so it's an ordeal out there it really is so you're going to have a and
2: city-wide power outage is that accurate
6: it's coming some form now i don't know and i i've i've had to answer this question uh for the last 12 hours but i don't know how long and i don't know when yet because it's not the city of Mendenews doing the repairs is energy.
2: Surely they're not going to do it, Mayor, during the heat of the afternoon when we're getting triple digits. Surely they're going to do it during the early morning or the evening hours when it's cooler, I hope.
6: We, we have requested a tentative plan of doing it uh, on a given day in the future at 6 p.m. and try to have it uh, finished, we would hope, in the, by the morning time. That way it's not in the hottest part of the day. of. Uh, personally I'd like to not do it at all but it has to be repaired. We uh stand the risk of it going down without it being controlled. And that's that's scary too.
1: But this will affect Minden residents, but what about like Minden Medical Center? They'll they'll be able to uh access their generator and, and still Well have we worked power?
6: on that yesterday. Minden Medical has generator power. Uh it's limited. It doesn't do their complete air conditioning systems but they have a good bit of it covered and they said they can make it work so many medical is okay uh if the power goes down the nursing homes thank goodness they had to get up uh, to a, a new standard recently where they have their nursing homes have to have uh, generators that powers the whole thing so we'll be good there we're looking at bringing in generators to three city um own buildings where we can have cooling centers for people. If they get too hot, they can just come by, have some water and cool off or even stay a while. So we've got things in place and we, we are trying to overkill it because of the heat. You mm-hmm. know, we're trying to make sure that we, we do our best to keep people protected.
2: But is the power in Minden as we speak right now, it is on for all residents?
6: It, it's on Um and it's really surprising to me that it's it, it's on. It went off for a minute or two, and it kicked right back on. And it's still rocking, but uh, the potential problem is still there.
2: They're going to have to replace that transformer, and that's going to take a minute. Do they, they don't give you any estimation of how long it's going to take them, as you mentioned, right?
6: Well, Aaron, I mean, I've heard so many different things. The longest I've heard was 24 hours. So some people are saying three or four days. That's not true that I'm aware of. Uh, the longest I've heard is 24 hours, but the number keeps getting shortened every time we talk to them, so I'm not sure where we're going to land. Well, how's they st- haven't nailed down their plan.
1: How's yeah. there still power if the transformer blew up?
6: You know, just a lovely question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the answer to <laughs> But you're not going to... You know, get... actually, well, these they, do different things than you would think. It's not like a transformer on the pole. It has a little different function. That is more of a protection thing, and it yeah, I guess in a way it did its job. But I'm speaking way above my uh, knowledge on how all this works. What my understanding is that one of the bigger threats is actually all the soot and the, uh, the a- ability to conduct electricity on places that are supposed to not.
2: Mayor Nick Cox, City of Menden. Keep us posted if anything changes, and we'll check back in with you.
6: Okay,
2: thanks so much.
1: Thank you, you Mayor. 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty.
0: Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. 101.7 FM,
1: 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I hate hate it. Well, hold on. I hate it when Ruben's not here. I hate it when <laughs> Ruben's not here. Ruben's under the weather. I, and I'm bleeding like profusely because I've lost three toes. <laughs> I so far. So lost toes when they screw yeah. up. Yeah.
2: Uh, Ruben is is not feeling good. He'll be back. I think Wednesday is the protocol now for whatever he's got. Were you supposed to say the c word? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. I don't, but he. He's gonna be okay. He's, he's a little bit sickly. You know what he most misses? He most, he was upset because he missed his show Saturday night.
1: Right. Oh, Possum
2: Where Art Thou was playing at Tasha's Tavern and, uh, he couldn't be there and so his bandmates had to pick up the slack and I think he's the lead singer so they had to do all the songs for him and, um, he was excited. He was looking forward to the show. You know, I, I, honestly, I, I kind of thought about going. I was the same. I thought <laughs> I, I about really popping it, But it's so, they don't start till like nine or ten well, at Well, he night. said,
1: yeah, the show was at ten. And I thought, I'm that's like, awful oh, dang Lord, late for dude. this
2: old cat. So, and, I, and, yeah.
1: And as we were leaving on Friday, I, I off mic when you and I were talking and I said, do you remember, I can specifically remember sitting in our apartment. We had the coolest apartment ever in the whole world when I was in college mm-hmm. because our apartment was the, um, uh, at the uh, Normandy village. Those, okay. they're, they're like townhouses. I mean, people yeah. own them. They're not, mm-hmm. it's not an apartment complex. Ours was the pool house. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So our door, nice. our glass door opened and you took two steps out and you were in the pool. Wow. And wow. and so it was it, I I roomed with two other guys um in college. And I remember Aaron sitting in that apartment. And it's you know, it's nine thirty, ten
2: o'clock at night and on a Friday and you're going what are we gonna do? Yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> You're just going out at You're ten just at night, getting ready to go out. Oh boy, does that change when you get older?
1: I'm I'm dead <laughs> to the world by that time now. By eight
2: thirty, I'm of course, in I
1: didn't get up at four jammies. in the morning yeah. in college. <laughs> You didn't want to make eight o'clock classes.
2: Oh gosh. In those days. No kidding. Man. And I remember setting up, uh, seven thirty <laughs> classes in the morning and thinking, Oh, what was oh, I thinking? 30, yeah. Oh, Tuesdays and Thursdays were better because you could do like the nine thirty class. Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. It, yeah, it was just rough. It's going to be a hot, hot week. We're working on, uh, Richard Llewellyn with the, from the weather channel. Hopefully we'll have him joining us after eight o'clock. It's just miserable, and it's going to be miserable all week with no triple digits, chance of week this rain week. for yeah. at least six, seven days. So not looking good. Definitely not. Take precautions. Check on your neighbors. You know, and, and also check. make
1: sure you take care of your pets as well. Even taking your dog for a walk in this heat, you can burn their paw pads on the concrete. And thought of that. Be, be, yeah, be aware of that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Michael McCarty, 101.7 FM, seven ten Keel, and the free Keel app.
0: It's going to be a lot of good.
2: No you're doing
1: good no one, one knows a thing 1017 fm 710 keel micah mccarty
2: all right richard llewellyn with yeah, the no, weather right, channel yeah
1: triple digits all week mm-hmm. um, gonna be hot on the jack spring electric newsmaker hotline fingers crossed richard llewellyn with the weather channel richard good morning Good
3: morning. How are y'all this morning? Love it when a plan works. <laughs> well, do,
1: do, doing okay. Thanks for your
2: patience. No, no already, we're, we're not doing okay. I
1: already hung up with him. <laughs> one, hung, hung up on him once.
2: Richard, it's hot. Yeah. it's miserable. Yeah. I don't yeah, even want to walk it, to my car. I want to teleport.
1: Yeah, it was a hundred and
3: five yesterday, oh. which tied the record back in nineteen ninety eight. We're running about ten degrees above average. It was the 44th warmest day yesterday in Shreveport. And uh, of course, the warmest day is August 18th in 1909 when it hit 110 degrees. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so just add five more on top of that. And, it, it, you know, it can get a lot worse. And it will get a lot worse this week, unfortunately. It looks like Wednesday is probably going to be the peak of this run of heat coming up. I don't think we're going to break the record on Wednesday. But it's going to get mighty close. 106, 107 uh, for an afternoon high temperature. If there's any humidity out there, it's going to feel, you know, like it's 120 degrees outside. It's going to be miserable. You said if we're going to reach a temp,
2: we're going to reach a temp of 107. Really?
3: Yes. Uh huh. 106, 107. We'll get close to the record. Wednesday's record is 108. Uh, so we'll get close to that record. I think we'll fall short by a degree or two. And then it looks like as the week we get close to the end of the week and the weekend, we will pull back some on the temperatures, but it ain't going to pull back much. We're still calling for temperatures between 100 and 105 degrees all the way through the end of this upcoming weekend. Next week, it looks like uh, that's when our better chances for showers and scattered thunderstorms will come back into the forecast, and that'll pull the temperatures back down into the 90s. But uh, still, we've we've got a long, hot spell of weather to go before it's going to get any better
2: this is almost unprecedented there the folks were saying phoenix has gotten like 31 consecutive days of 110 degrees it's it's impacting millions and millions of folks right
3: yeah it's 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 not as bad as it was last week especially where we had large parts of the ohio valley and northeast that were dealing with a triple digit heat but the pretty much the heat has locked itself down here across the south and Louisiana is right in the center of the, of this progressive heat dome that's just been kind of sitting here for the last couple of months, you know, where we've been dealing with these, you know, very hot temperatures that have been sitting here for, you know, it seems like weeks on end where we've just been dealing with the very warm temperatures. It looks like the worst of the heat today is going to stretch from uh, the southwest through Texas, Louisiana down into the Florida panhandle. Where uh, excessive heat warnings are currently up today, so there's still about a dozen states that are still dealing with, uh, you know, uh, oppressive heat and excessive heat warnings that are going to continue uh, throughout much of this week. So the heat's going to continue to be the major story, uh, at least as we move on through the first uh, week of August with these very warm temperatures coming in.
1: Richard, people are going eh, global warming, global warming. Isn't isn't the Isn't this? I mean, there is warming, but it's a cyclical, it's a natural cyclical effect, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is. You know, you know. I mean, there's data that basically goes back to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution that basically says the climate's been warming, you know. Uh, but a lot of this is, is, you know, this is just seasonal norms that, you know, yes, the climate is warming and the temperatures are getting warmer. You know, you can definitely see that happening, but... You know, it's just continuing to climb. You know, uh, we, we, we there's a lot of different variables in play that basically are, are, are. I mean, we're we're running into the solar maximum right now. The sun is sending out a tremendous amount of energy right now. In fact, I was looking at the solar forecast for today, and there is a um, uh, another one of those mass ejections that have come out from the sun that's basically sending a shockwave toward the Earth. And it will disrupt radio communications as a result, especially in the northern latitudes. They will see auroras as a result. You know, sometimes solar activity does dictate, you know, the the heating of the earth and that aspect of things. So there's a lot of different variables. You know, you just can't lock it down to one thing. But, you know, it's it's just one of those things. A lot of it is just we're just dealing with a lot of seasonal heat right now. And, of course, It's just going to continue to be the case.
2: Richard, there are folks who have to work outside in this. Mm. Um, What do you say to those people, people that are delivering mail, people that are working on the highways, people that are uh, lawn maintenance? I mean, the list goes on. Cleaning up the debris in our city. What do you tell those folks?
3: um, The best advice is, you know, you just got to follow the rules about this. If you work outside, you need to take frequent breaks, get into the air conditioning light colored, lightweight, loose fit clothing, the way to go. Lots of, lots of fluids, stay away from alcohol, Gatorade, you know, you, you know, you need to be, you know, chugging Gatorade here. Um, you know, uh, here, uh, as we move on, anything that's going to continue to boost your electrolyte level, keep that, you know, keep hydrating plenty and plenty of water. If you're going to have to be outside, of course, uh, you may want to stay out from the, the peak heating of the day, which usually runs from about noon to about five o'clock in the afternoon that seems to be when the worst of the heat is and of course you know if somebody tells you you're not having a drink of water tell them otherwise you've got to have water in these heat and these hot temperatures because i know you know texas passed that law about you know kind of pulling back on giving people water breaks in these uh in these hot days but you've just got to have it or you know the chances of heat stroke just go up you know Mm -hmm.
1: exponentially
3: as a result
2: richard lwelling the weather channel thanks for your time sir
1: Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Richard. 1017 FM, 710 Kiel, Mike and McCarty.
0: Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Are you really? 1017
1: FM, 710 Kiel, Mike and McCarty. Okay, uh, on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, uh, our cohort who works down the hall, Kiss Country, one of our, our sister stations here mm-hmm. in the, in the Tone Square cluster. We're having a big fight over here about hunting. There's a big hunting issue. Gary, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Gary okay. McCoy is with us this morning. Um, here's our big hunting question. Aaron, you ready? Yeah. Two, one. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> sweet wow. Gary. Wow! Happy birthday, Happy birthday
4: to you. That was really, really good. I'm <laughs> sorry, I suck. <laughs> <sucked. laughs> no, you guys are amazing. <laughs>
2: I, I want you to know. I want you. We both want to welcome you to a new club. I know. You're now a sexagenarian. I think there's yeah, a T
1: in there, Aaron. Yeah. No, sextagenarian.
2: sexagenarian. Sexagenarian.
1: Sexagenarian.
4: Oh, does
2: that t- mean he gets to have more sex? <laughs> no.
1: no.
2: <laughs> I don't do you, think I so. Forgotten
4: which arm it's under?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do Do you feel old today, you sexagenarian? I, do. I don't even know, you know what that
4: means. I I was supposed to die when I was young and pretty. I mean, I did all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, no, no you know, kidding. And I outlived it. I didn't mean for that to happen.
2: You're really uh, sixty today.
4: You guys make it awesome.
2: You're, you. you're really sixty. Yes. Man, yes. I can hear your bones crick from here.
4: Yeah, buddy, your hair hurts at this point. You know, <laughs> I, I decided. I decided. You know that uh, I was just gonna, you know, kind of lay back and relax and enjoy this. This, you know, this ancientness. And and you can't, you know, because you got to get up and take this medication, or or, don't even uh, get me started. Doctor's appointment that you got to go to.
2: This oil you got to rub on this knee, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the I have the
1: pill caddy, buddy, with the AM and the PM sections.
2: (laughs) That's what we should have got him a pill caddy. Instead, we sang to you. It's (laughs) embarrassing. Yeah. Happy I birthday. You, you you thank are the you. hardest working dude in the building. You know that and uh we love uh, you to dear, dearly.
4: Well, I love you both. Thank you so much. Thank what a what an honor. I I was on the radio with with Aaron and Mike. This is
2: awesome. Happy birthday, love. Love you, love, guys. Love thank you thank too. You Go have lots you know of, lots know of now, sex really now. Go ahead. I thought
4: we were going to get to talk hunting, so you know, I'm, a little, I'm a little, disillusioned here. Well, you know, we got a bone to pick on that. Well, uh, we're
2: we're hunting for a casket for you. All right, <laughs> you
4: guys. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs> I can't believe he's sixty. You're, oh. I can't believe it.
1: I got two years on him. So yeah. Next, no. Coming up next month because Ugh. next month is tomorrow. By the way.
2: Yeah, I have a... Today's the 31st, so in September. This I have one this week, too, actually. Oh, so my god! If you know Gary, by the way, and you know That's his numbers, right. text him and say happy birthday from Mike McCarty. I want everybody to blow up his phone today. <laughs> you want his number? Let me give you his number. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Here's his personal cell phone number. Yeah.
2: He would kill me. He would kill me. But, yeah, he's here. He I gets here early, like 4 o'clock in the morning, he's here.
1: You say that. But now, this is in the days before cell phones. I had uh, a receptionist at a radio station that I worked for, and I worked overnights at the Album Rock Station. Remember KMBQ? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm at home, and it's 10 in the morning, and my phone rings. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Dude, is this? And I was going by Rick at that time. Right. Dude, is this Rick? Who is this? Hey, man, this is Steve. Um, I just want to call and say, "Man, I love you." already. right. I'm like, "How did you get my? Well, thank you, but how did you get my number? Yeah, the receptionist gave out my home phone number. Oh wow! At the radio wow! <laughs> you oh. lost your ever loving oh, mind.
2: The former receptionist, now right? <laughs> Yowza, that would not be good. Oh man, and I, you know, I, I quit worrying about that a long time ago.
1: Because well, so number, many you,
2: people have my number. That,
1: I don't know how you survive. Your cell phone no, is just out there on every wall. And, I know. And every, <laughs>
2: every bathroom, <laughs> every yeah. Every truck stop across I the wake up in the morning to 34 text messages every day. That's pretty rant, routine.
1: See, that would drive me, Even my family knows. Don't put me on a group message. Yeah. Just, just no. no. I'm
2: on some group messages too, and I get it. Now I love my 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 personal group messages. I love. Except sometimes the women go crazy at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Well, you guys stop right. that. Yeah. Y'all been drinking, and y'all need to <laughs> shut up." But um, most yeah. of the time, it's it's okay. Sometimes, and they know, I'm, sometimes I'll leave the conversation and and they understand she's sleeping and we're bothering her, but yeah, yeah, I'm okay. My phone's generally off, so not off, but it's silent, so I don't hear it go beep, 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 none of that stuff. So I just wake, when I wake up to it, I go, oh, 35 messages, okay, I'll see.
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 keel.
1: Oh, Reuben, where are you when we need you, buddy?
2: He'll be back Wednesday.
1: Hope he feels better. Yeah, me too. A uh, couple of days off with the vid.
2: hmm The vid. Yeah. It's now called the vid. The, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I was watching something, and uh, and I know you're going to love this. And a lot of people that work in corporate America are going to love this. Uh, there is a new trend toward cutting down corporate meetings. Oh, wow. Well,
1: I, I do like that. I
2: figured you would. In fact, listen to this stat. It's from Harvard. So it's gotta be right, huh? It's Harvard. It's a Harvard, Harvard study. Yes. Yeah. A new study finds that productivity goes up 70%. Okay. When a company cuts out meetings by 40%. <laughs> so if you cut about half the meetings you have in your company, your productivity will go up 70%. That's a no-brainer. Wow. Cut them out.
1: Are, is anybody listening?
2: Yeah, we have a weekly meeting that we could do bi-weekly. Couldn't we do that well, bi-weekly?
1: And a lot of it could be done email. I mean, yeah, quite frankly. right
2: or or a monthly meeting. <laughs> yeah. And I mean and and look, and you and I are lucky. The people above us, oh, I know. Are in meeting after meeting after meeting. No, no. And this Harvard study also said that employee satisfaction, when you cut the meetings, employee satisfaction goes up 52%. Wow. This is a no brainer. Absolutely. These meetings are, and and we started having more and more meetings since the pandemic. More and more Zoom meetings, you know, we got to, oh, everybody's got to get together and we got to hear it. And the thing is, they're now, a lot of companies are now, they now have a little sign. If you've been talking too much, there's some sort of sign. And one company I saw, they have a rubber chicken. <laughs> and if you are talking too much, right. somebody squeezes the rubber chicken. Where, where, we would be squeezing that thing. Where's my rubber chicken? All day. <laughs> it would be like, it'd be a rubber chicken meeting. It'd be like, can everybody just shut up and yeah. we can move on? It. it th- think about that, though. Productivity is up seventy percent when you cut meetings by forty percent.
1: I'm all for that. It's ridiculous. You know, I I, I was self employed for almost ten years, Aaron. Oh, I didn't. I never held meetings
2: <laughs> with yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was good.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? You you're right. A lot of it can be done email. Just shoot me an email. What do you want me to do? What am I doing wrong? What am I? What's going on? You know, shoot me an email and I'm good. And how many
1: are because management – and we don't have that issue here. Our management here is really – we're really lucky. We are. But I mean how many of the management just
2: wants to hear themselves? And if you get on some of our corporate calls, you will hear these blowhards just pontificating about how how great it is. Thank you. Oh, you just want to mute it and just love on your dog. (laughs) <laughs> Something other than this. Remember this is the ridiculous. guy that
1: had the cat filter on?
2: Oh, yeah. In a corporate meeting. The guy was <laughs> what the hell? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Uh, coming up, Minden's having a, uh, some power issues. We'll talk with the mayor, Nick Cox, after the break. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel.
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
1: Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, Mayor of Minden, Louisiana, which, by the way, is Rubin's hometown, Mm -hmm. Nick Cox, joining us. Uh, Mayor, good morning, sir.
6: Hey, good morning.
2: Mayor, you had to send a letter out to residents uh, about power troubles in Minden. Explain to us what has happened.
6: Well, yesterday morning, I was getting ready for church, and the public works director called me and said... uh, we got a problem, and the head of our line crew and, and Tyler, our public works director, picked me up, and we went out to the Intrigy substation. When we got out there, now keep in mind, that's the Intergy substation, not the city of Bend. Mm-hmm. The distributes its own power, but uh, Intrigy is where we get it from. It's where we tie. Uh, the whole city's power is tied from this Intrigy substation. It's called the Gillark substation. We went out there, and the ground was littered. And I, I don't believe they had a parade through there. I thought, my goodness, what is all this on the ground? A transformer, about, I'd say, 30 foot up in the air, uh, for whatever reason, it blew up, caught on fire. Tut has covered all the insulators, mm-hmm. and it's just a big ordeal. They're going to have to go in there and uh, replace that transformer. They also had to clean all that sud off because Tut Uh, conducts electricity and so all the things that aren't supposed to conduct electricity now has the potential to conduct electricity whoa so it's an ordeal out there it really is so you're going to have a
2: city-wide power outage is that accurate
6: it's coming some form now i don't know and i i've i've had to answer this question uh for the last 12 hours but i don't know how long and i don't know when yet because it's not the city of is doing the repairs is energy.
2: Surely they're not going to do it, Mayor, during the heat of the afternoon when we're getting triple digits. Surely they're going to do it during the early morning or the evening hours when it's cooler, I hope.
6: We, we have requested a tentative plan of doing it uh, on a given day in the future at 6 p.m. and try to have it uh, finished, we would hope, in the, by the morning time. That way it's not in the hottest part of the day. Of. Uh, Personally I'd like to not do it at all, but it has to be repaired. We uh stand the risk of it going down without it being controlled. And that's that's scary too.
1: But this will affect Minden residents, but what about like Minden Medical Center? They'll they'll be able to uh access their generator and, and still.
6: Well, have we worked power? on that yesterday. Minden medical has generator power. Uh it's limited. It doesn't do their Complete air conditioning systems, but they have a good bit of it covered and they said they can make it work. So many medical is okay. Uh, if the power goes down the nursing homes, thank goodness they had to get up uh, to a, a new standard recently where they have their nursing homes have to have uh, generators that powers the whole thing. So we'll be good there. We're looking at bringing in generators to three city um own buildings where we can have cooling centers for people if they get too hot they can just come by have some water and cool off or even stay a while so we've got things in place and we're, we are trying to overkill it because of the heat
2: mm-hmm. you know we're
6: trying to make sure that we we do our best to keep people protected.
2: But is the power in Minden as we speak right now it is on for all residents?
6: It, it's on Um uh, and it's really surprising to me that it's It's on. It went off for a minute or two, and it kicked right back on. And it's still rocking, but uh, the potential problem is still there.
2: They're going to have to replace that transformer, and that's going to take a minute. They they don't give you any estimation of how long it's going to take them, as you mentioned, right?
6: Well, Aaron, I mean, I've heard so many different things. The longest I've heard was 24 hours. So some people are saying three or four days. That's not true that I'm aware of. Uh, the longest I've heard is 24 hours, but the number keeps getting shortened every time we talk to them, so I'm not sure where we're going to land. Well, how's they haven't nailed down their plans. How's mm-hmm. there
1: still power if the transformer blew up?
6: You know, just a lovely question. I, <laughs> I don't have the answer to it. <laughs> But you're not going to... You know, actually, well, these these do different things than you would think. It's not like a transformer on the pole. It has a little different function. That is more of a protection thing, and it—I yeah, guess—in a way, it did its job. But I'm speaking way above my uh, knowledge on how all this works. What my understanding is, that one of the bigger threats is actually all the soot and the uh, the a- ability to conduct electricity on places that are supposed to not.
2: Mayor Nick Cox, City of Menden, keep us posted if anything changes, and we'll check back in with you.
6: Okay, thanks so much. Thank you, Thank much. you Mayor.
0: Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710
1: q Okay, you're the lottery expert.
2: Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the
1: difference in like Mega Millions and Powerball? I mean, what is it just different games?
2: Yeah, they're different games. And for the longest time, um, Louisiana was not a participant in Mega Millions. So we only participated in Powerball. So if you wanted to play Mega Millions, you had to drive to Texas or another state to get the Mega Millions. Then Louisiana joined in, so now we can get Powerball and Mega Millions here. So we're in, so involved in both was the of them. The reason they weren't, at um, first. I mean, I, I don't know, watering down the Powerball. I guess I'm not sure. You know, if you wanted to be just part of one of the the big one, you wanted to be just in one of them. Try to get it to grow, but there was a demand for folks who wanted to be in both, so they went ahead and did it. And now the um Mega Millions jackpot, you know, we had that big billion-dollar Powerball winner last week in California. One ticket, one yeah. ticket in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the Mega Millions for tomorrow night is worth $1.05 billion. It is the uh, fourth-largest Mega Millions jackpot ever and seventh-biggest jackpot of all time seventh biggest we've had two biggies in the last week or so and this is a monster jackpot yeah Yeah. you buy these two i will buy the mega millions tickets and this is the one where you remember a week or so ago when i was buying a mega millions ticket she had an extra spare on the top yeah yeah. and so i bought that one too and so now i'm gonna have to pay for those two tickets because i can't let one ticket be like a, a stranded and not replay it. Cause what if that was the winning ticket? <laughs> so what if she printed another extra one and um, goes, I accidentally
1: printed another
4: one. I got another one.
2: I probably would, you know, I probably would say, let me have that one too. Uh, but I won, um, 20 bucks last week. So I, I paid for these two that I have now were paid for by my winnings. Oh, last you, week. Won $20 $20, you
1: won $20? 20 bucks. Cause you won $8 before. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I won another 20. And then I replayed that 20 to get these two tickets again. And now I've got to go buy them because I lost Friday night. So now I got to go buy them again. So it'll be 20 more bucks. So I'm pumping my share into this and and it's time for me to win. You
1: you spent over the whole time. Um, like, like
2: my sons have tried to add that (laughs) up and it's, you know, it's 20 a week when it's really big. But it doesn't get really big that often, so I don't play. But you make like, like
1: ten thousand dollars a week anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm
2: rolling in it. Yeah, I'm rolling in cash. So, so it's it, yeah not it's a big deal for you. <laughs> You're it takes terrible. six months to make. You're terrible. That. I gotta go. By the way, speaking of cash, I gotta go buy a um a lasagna today. <laughs>
1: I got to take
2: it to Ruben.
1: Home with the vid.
2: Yeah, and, and it's now tradition. The first time I bought him a lasagna. to drive
1: around and then take that one home and No,
2: eat it? but the first time I did that, I drove around <laughs> looking for his apartment and couldn't find it. And yeah. so I took his lasagna home and I ate it. The second time, I I actually dropped off his lasagna. So now I owe him another one because he's got the COVID.
1: right? He, well, uh, he and his wife both are sick.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And they have plumbing issues at the house.
2: God, God bless them, man. So, yeah. What uh, a weekend from Hades. I'll have to go, go by and pick up a lasagna for old Ruby Pooby and, and drop it <laughs> off. Which will end up getting eaten by his teenage son, which is probably the Well, truth. that's why but, they need it. Yeah, they need
1: it. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so they don't have to cook for him. Ruby but yeah. Pooby. We should never call him that. He does not like that. But he was upset that he missed his show this weekend. That was, he was looking forward to that. The opossum was right. going to play at Tasha's and he had to miss it because of the vid. And, um, I think he'll be back with us Wednesday. I think the protocol uh, is a, a five day, day window. So. Uh, uh, okay. I
1: can say it now. What? I only lost a couple toes.
2: Yes, you did really well. No, today. I didn't
1: do really well, but I you, mean, I did better than in the past. You're
2: not failing. You're not. I don't think you're a DRF today. You're a good <laughs> C plus. Good C plus. It's as
1: good as it's as good as I did.
2: Room for improvement, but a good C cool. plus. <laughs> Mike
0: McCarty,
1: <laughs> one hundred one seven FM, seven ten key.